Good day, ladies and gentlemen of Civ Classic. I am Worm Wizard, and this is Box Talk, where we not only talk about what's going on the server, but we talk to you. We have a pretty special guest today. I had to go through some connections, use a middleman, but we have the one, the only, Mamamamaj Shot, the former Akuadl of Yuadl. How are you doing this fine morning, Mod Shot? I'm doing great. How was your day? Uh, it's been going pretty good, but yeah, I had to go through some connections. Some mysterious person labeled as not Mod Shot was on my box uh, Discord uh, just talking about some things, and I asked if uh, they'd be willing to set us up with an interview. Uh, did you imagine you spend your Saturday morning waking up to be doing a to be doing an interview um me not so much i usually sleep for 12 hours so (laughs) (laughs) well uh i am very much glad that you are taking the time out to do this uh so let's go ahead and get started here i bet people would like to know a little bit about you i want to start off with uh this question what is the origin of your username modshot so the origin of my username came from uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I I'd say I was a I was a really good player, um, and I had no life. I uh, I was a little kid at the time, so uh-huh. like like I'm saying ten or something like that, and uh, they. Some some random modders wanted me to join their clan, and I don't know if they thought I modded or something, <laughs> but I I joined. Um, they told me to pick my name, so your name started with MM, and then ended in mod something. So I I made my name MM Modshot, and like a week after playing, um. They all got banned, and I was the last one. <laughs> so, yeah. What Call of Duty uh, was this? Uh, Modern Warfare 2. Ah, wow. Now that's classic. I have not played that one in a while. Good times. Yeah. Uh, let's get back into Civ, though. What was your first Civ iteration? Um, It was Civ Temp. Civ Temp. So that was about two years ago, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, what? Uh, any nations that you were a part of at that time? Um. So, the only nation that I joined was Yuwadl. Okay. So, from the very beginning, you joined Yuwadl. Have you been a part of any other nations? Uh, during that time. Uh, no, not during this time. All right. Excellent. Well, what about in other? iterations like throughout your whole civ career one would say um to be honest the only two civs i've played is civ temp and uh civ classics i see what made you take a break from or did you decide to take a break uh from like either uh i guess civcraft 3.0 devoted (laughs) civ x um no light life sort of hit me right there and uh, I before I was playing on a hot spot, and I'd, I'd usually die all the time, but I was, like, one of the town's gatherers um, on the server. I and, see. Yeah, so I couldn't really hop on other civs. What, uh, what brought you back to Civ Classic, then? Um, <laughs> so I joined at the beginning... And I was invited by Quality Mia, and uh, he tells me, "Oh, hey, um, this server just came up. Let's go play it." And I'm like, "Okay, sounds sounds good." So we were founding the new city, uh, or the first city, um, Axo Chitlin, and um, Bucky was there the leader of Laconia. Mm-hmm. Um, we were like the first three people that were there. Bucky made our uh, our brews, um, Qua designed the city, um, how it started. And then 
I was just sort of a resource gatherer and um yeah that's that's sort of what brought me back everyone remembers their first few days on this genre any interactions that they've had what was the earliest memory you had for uh i guess civ temp in this case so civ temp um i was a bit lost and people kept telling me to die and get closer <laughs> so i got closer and I said that I saw this huge-ass wall in front of me. They're like, wait, is there a wheat field nearby? And I say, yes. They're like, I think I know where you are. So um, someone says they're coming to get me. Two, two people, actually. So the first person, um, uh, I guess she was too slow. So the second person, he came over and... Um, I, I I wanted to have a little fun with him, so I, I started hiding under the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually he found me, and he killed me, and I thought he actually killed me. So I was really mad because it took me like an hour to get there. <laughs> so, yeah, so then I... Um, um, oh, and not, not to mention, I accidentally had touchscreen mode on. So I didn't have my coordinates, and I didn't know that I had touchscreen mode on. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that—that's where it all fell apart. So, um, he pearls me, and I'm like, "Dude, what's this place?" <laughs> and it's like a Candyland. Um, oh And I'm, yeah. all, I'm all like weirded out. So he spawns me back in your waddle, and I'm on the balcony. And he sets a bed down, so I go in the bed, and I jump from the balcony, of course. <laughs> yeah. And that's sort of how I started off. After that, I started living in someone's, uh, under someone's stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, did, I did own quite a few properties, though. Who are some of the big highlight uh, people that you've met while just playing on here in your Civ career that you'd like to talk about? Um, I'd say, uh, let's see, Peter, BG, and let's give one more. I'd say Orange, the Orange Wizard. What has made them stick out to you over this time? So, Peter, it's surprised me when he just kept on pushing on and he has like really high activity mm-hmm. um and i used to have like the same amount of activity as him uh so i, I would be on this game for quite a while after school <laughs> and then um so i'm just like surprised and i actually uh came to help him in the end when he got bombed mm-hmm. um at first, I thought it was a couple of memers, and I didn't know they were people from Lexington or uh, Big Dogs or something like that. Yeah. So I come in with my god bow, and I start one-shotting them all. So then that's when they start bringing in diamond armor. So you could say that I sort of escalated it, Ooh. but we did sort of end it because we got quite a bit of gear for the uh, the end people for free. And it it did it did uh, show Peter what he had to work on, um, but we we did kill a lot of them, and we actually got some some pretty good gear in the end. They had some god bows too. All right. Uh, and... Yes. Uh, so uh, what about BG? What makes him stick out to you? Yeah. So BG. Um, like when when I first joined the server, he was a uh, deputy alkawaddle, and uh, I didn't really see him on too much, but I always saw his house, and it said residence of De- uh, deputy alkawaddle, and it'd be like, dude, where is this guy? And it, when he logged on, he pulled like the craziest hours, always like mining our trench, and. Like, you'd see him go through, like, 
like 20 layers a day or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, where did he put this stuff? And you walk into his house and you see like chests on chests of like dirt, stone and all that. And um, just like he's very dedicated if uh, if he sees it as something to get dedicated into, like uh, his rail buildings. Yeah. Um, he was really dedicated to that, and I try to help him as best I can, but I can't focus on one thing because I'm I'm a really weird person. No, I so, understand that. Yeah. So, um, and I kind of, uh, I kind of, uh, sort of like saw something when he said that I could be a leader. And uh, then I got it over my head, I think. And uh, I guess I progressed too fast, maybe. Maybe too slow, I'm not sure. But then that's when uh, some problems started to hit, so I had to step down. Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit later. Uh, let's uh, move on here. I'd like to talk to you about the Western Alliance statement made not too long ago, uh, dealing with essence and how if anyone gives uh, Mimana to Lexington or, you know, their associates, uh, they're pretty that's pretty much an act of war. Uh, can you catch us up to speed on what's going on with that? Um, so I'm, I'm not anyone of power or really a big opinion at this point, but uh -huh. um, I, I'd like to say that it it's not really a bad decision. Like, enemies will always do something like this, and I think um, Lexington would probably say the same thing if they were still active. They'd probably... I mean, they'd probably just pro anyone on site, actually. But... Um, like if if you give essence to a bunch of sleepers to keep some people in a vault, then mm, I'm not sure people would like you anyways. So you do believe that was the right call for the Western Alliance to make? Absolutely. And can you in case if there's someone listening here that doesn't completely understand the story, can you give a little bit of back a background on it? Um uh, what do you mean, background? On how I guess to kind of mean? sum up what the statement was and the reasoning for it. Um, I'm not sure about uh, the statement, uh, the the reasoning of it, but like, um, like why they put it out there. But, um, I'm sure. They just wanted to, to show the people that the Western Alliance is still here. Um, and they don't want people, um, like, funding a bunch of people who just play the server to PvP and destroy the server. Um, we have countless people in there that uh, have really high hours to, like, Peter. You have people who uh, stay around the community... And it, it just doesn't seem fair for you to give essence to, to people who would just keep people like that in their vault. Of course. Uh, do you think this uh, statement is enforceable, though? Dealing with essence isn't tangible? Um, it's... It really, really depends. Like, the... Uh, it, it would really have to be the sense of, oh, hey, you and this Lexington player were within range of each other. Like, that, you can't really bring it down to, um, oh, hey, I heard a rumor about you that you gave Essence to someone. But, um, at least they're actually, like, saying something about Essence instead of, like, oh, hey, you should just throw it away on Lexington or something like that. I guess the problem is so because uh, if I understand it correctly, uh, pr uh, correct me if I'm wrong, 
Uh, essence, since it isn't tangible, it's not like an object, and the reason why they did that is so it can decay. Uh, you can just send it to anybody across the server. Am I correct on that? Oh, you can send it to people across the server? I, I believe so. I have to be, like, within range or something like that. I'm curious, because I, I believe it's just you can just send it to anybody. Let me check really quickly here. Um, ba -ba -bum. Let's see. I'm in the one point uh, me mana. Uh, let's see if it's in their official guide here. Uh, your virtual mana can be materialized into physical mana, but beware physical mana can't refuel pearls and it can't be converted. Um, like, no, that's not it. Let's see. I Yeah, I can't really check and see. Oh, wait, here's a big part. Uh, I'm pearled and very salty about it, and I want someone to blame. How do I figure out who's sponsoring my pearl? You can do mana fuel log or mana fuel log uh, to list all the times anyone has refueled or upgraded your pearl, including the account which originally received the mana for logging in. There we go. That's how they can track people. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So like, otherwise, like it's a log. So like, let's say somebody does transfer it to somebody. I'm not 100% sure on this. But let's say you can't transfer it across the map to anybody. No one would know because it's like a text command to send it to people. Yeah. Even then, people that are pearled, they can check this fuel log and they're able to see who has refueled it and who originally received that mana. Yeah. So, ooh, we got ourselves quite the... This is like... Uh, it's kind of like financial logs type of thing or record keeping. This, this can be useful. So, right there, I guess it can be enforceable. Today I learned. Yeah, I, re I really hope it, it's not transferable, uh, transferable across map, though. I hope you're right. Uh, I just, I'm not 100% sure. Or do you maybe have to turn it into physical form before transferring it over? Um, I really don't it know. It can't be used to fuel pearls and can't be transferred back. Like, uh. I don't get that part. I don't know. I like, guess uh, if anybody listening to this can explain it in the comments, I'm definitely going to be reading them. I would love an understanding, and I bet other people would too. Uh, so that would be great. Um, how do you think this will affect the future of global policy? Do you think Western Alliance was targeting any nation specifically by making this statement? Um, I don't think they were... Uh... I don't think they were targeting anyone specifically. Um, but I do think that maybe they wanted some of the Raiders out there to know. I see. That makes sense. So, all right. Let's move on to our next segment here. Let's talk about the time you were at Guadal of Uadal. You assumed the position after BG stepped down. How did that work out? Did you volunteer to take the position, or were you just assigned it? Was there a vote? Um, well, the thing about Alkawaddle is that the uh, standing Alkawaddle um, determines the new Alkawaddle. So, um, as I've stepped down, I gave it to the Orange Wizard because he, um, I thought, was a really good Alkawaddle at some points, maybe, uh, some of you guys think differently, but um, he really knew what to do, and yeah, but how it worked with BG was, um, it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was just one night in a, in a council room, mm -hmm. and we literally just, like, switched positions, like, and nobody knew until they saw that my name was Orange on the Discord. Interesting. So... Yeah, we didn't really announce it, and usually we announce it, but I'm, like, not sure if it would really say anything. Um, but there was a few people that still looked to BG, so it wasn't really uh, a 
good transition, I guess. Maybe we should have announced it so that people uh, don't look towards uh, the old Alcawaddle rather than the new Alcawaddle. What were, what do you believe were the intentions of trying to keep it hush-hush, one would say? Um, I think we were dealing with a lot of problems at the time, and um, so we just really just wanted to get to work on stuff at that time, so uh, we had a bunch of things going on, and I don't think we just wanted to deal with the citizen population freaking out over uh, BG stepping down. He was still going to be Deputy Alcawaddle, though, um, because I needed someone there to to at least, uh, like, train me in foreign art, because I may be a little bit too soft, like, <laughs> at some times. What were some of your goals uh, when you assumed the position, and do, do you believe you've achieved them? Um, my goals, I'd say, were, um, sort of getting something that would boost activity, like, uh, some, some, uh, stuff that you sort of generally do every day in, in, uh, in Civ Classic, but you have no need for it or something like that. So I'd say, like, uh, I don't know, um hey, I got rotten flesh from this random uh, journey. Oh, well, then maybe you could sell it here and get something out of it. Because I think the the key point of people leaving is that they don't have very much uh, uh, money in the game, so they can't... They, they don't see it as something to invest time into. Do you believe um, you uh, achieved that goal of trying to uh, increase that objective? Um, no, not at all. I, um, at the beginning of my term, I just, uh, I sort of focused on foreign, uh, foreign affairs, foreign policy, and uh, I, I didn't really get on because all I heard about was I'll read this, I'll read that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, in, in retrospect now, would there be anything that you would do differently? Um, yeah, I would push the opinions of other people aside and have pearled alt-raid. Um, believe it or not, I did try to fight him, um, but he was in his obby basement, so I, I sort of cried inside. <laughs> I, I guess... Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about that because I know I haven't really heard anything and I'm very much curious. Uh, after the whole uh, releasing of who Alt-Raid was or uh, people that were Alt-Raid, I guess I haven't really heard a stance from Yoadl on everything that went down with Alt-Raid. How much I would, I would personally argue Yoadl was able to defend this person until until this released is there anything now that you are no longer representing the nation i guess uh is there anything that you'd be willing to say on this subject um i I'd, I'd say that the majority of us uh of the citizens uh and trusted people in elk Waddle, uh like like the top top guys um, counselors, former Alcoatls, um, we all thought that th we should uh, we should pearl them, but some of us thought differently, and I think that's where I was too soft and I didn't put my foot down, and I should have said that we we are going to pearl them, um, because we had many opportunities. I, I remember one story. Um, Alt Raid went up to buy bread, and he didn't have armor on, and we should uh, we should have pulled him then, <laughs> honestly. Um, but on this, I I'd say that not everything before and after were were true. Uh, Orange Wizard, 
some people think that he was defending alt raid. He was one of the people in Waddle that created a secret text channel to uh, pro alt raid, and we we only stopped it after uh, a few people talked us down. Uh, so if anyone thinks that he was defending him, then they're wrong. I understand it is a very tricky situation uh, dealing with someone like that because you don't want them to go AWOL, so to say. Um, so yeah. I know it's easy to say in hindsight and things like that, but honestly, I feel like a lot of people, uh, arguably within Yawadal, myself, the international community, I know at least myself would have a larger respect if Yawadal was like, all right, this isn't acceptable. We're going to handle this, and yeah, I, as, I, as I've said, I should have put my foot down. And um, um, we we honestly had some chances, and there was some times he wasn't a pearl, but he was trusted that at that time, and he didn't shitster back then. I guess what were some, if you're willing to talk about this, what were some of the reasons that people, uh, so, the sounds like the minority of people wanted to keep him unpearled? Um, people thought that we needed a strong image, but what we need is a soft image. We need people to warm up to us, not to uh, be scared of us. We, we need some connection with people not some connection through a shitter that constantly raids and uh or not raids but uh crosses borders that they're not supposed to cross harasses also a little yeah. bit yeah i see i i understand i would argue it would still be a strong image if you were to show that we aren't we as in Yoadal isn't willing to aren't willing to accept this Especially when yeah. at least former people of Yawa or not former, but people of Yawaddle have gone along the lines of we need to get rid of the toxicity on this server, you know? Yeah. All right. I think that's uh, enough about alt raid. Uh, so, what were some of the obstacles you had to hop over as Akawaddle? Um. I'd say a few was the foreign affairs, foreign policy. Oh, I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah, because the counselors, they're all internal affairs. Um, they do everything inside the city, and uh, the Alcawaddle and Deputy Alcawaddle do have some say. But um, the Alcawaddle and Deputy uh, are mostly dealing with foreign affairs, foreign affairs um, and... At that time, um, we did have a lot. And when Alt Raid was gone, I did start to put some more hours in. Mm -hmm. But it really it wasn't enough for a leader and what I should have done. Let's see here. Um, how often did you have to work with uh, BGSC Deputy Aquadal and what was that experience like? Um, at at times it was pretty often. Towards the end there, um, I did sort of fall out a bit. Um, but we did work together quite often. Um, and as I've said, we've had the the council meetings, so we sort of uh assigned people to uh, do one thing or another. Um, Wing Zero, who um, I uh, is, is the, the guest or so, uh, he was actually the XP guy. Uh, he set up our prices and um, spread the XP around. And uh, yeah, he did a, a good job at that. Well, uh, with BG, though, um, what were some of the reasons why, I guess you would say, you were falling out near the end of your term? Um, so I was, I was falling out because uh, some life stuff, but I guess uh, after a while, the toxicity in game sort of just gets to you. 
Oh, I get and, that. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't really talk about it then, but I'm, I'm sure that that was one of the reasons that I sort of stood out. The constant, uh, why didn't you pearl this guy? Or, um, you're literally worse than Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I sort of took as a meme, but still. Yes. I mean, when you're on the server and you're kind of in the spotlight, you have to take some of it as memes and don't let it affect you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess I know I actually have criticized you for this because, you know, every once in a while for episodes, I would message you asking for a stance as Akawaddle of Yawaddle. And I would argue at times... I, I guess at times it felt like uh, me trying to get a message out of you sometimes almost felt like harassment. And in, for that reason, I do wish to apologize. Uh, but I know one of the things that I did say was along the lines of, and I know other people thought this, that you were arguably a puppet for BG to still be active in power but yet not be the spotlight. Is there... what? I, I believe that I do believe there isn't a lot of truth to it, but certain stan certain messages and certain examples would kind of show that. I guess now that you are no longer leader, how were you able to handle trying to prove that theory wrong? Um. So most people uh, didn't call me out on it. It was just the people who were really noticeable in the community. Uh, you, I think. Daddy, yeah, it was Daddy, not Baze. Mm -hmm. um, Baze was more along the lines of, "Can I come to you, Waddle?" And, <laughs> and, uh, and so we, I, I sort of dealt with it by giving examples, um, not really the right ones because I'm, I'm sure I was a bit ragey at the moment like people saying oh you're a puppet of this guy of course you're gonna react a bit mm -hmm. strong um but um the thing was at those times BG was just building his rails and and uh I was sort of leading um foreign affairs and um the decision to um, to join the Western Alliance was um, proposed by him, but it, you can't really be a puppet if it takes all of you to say yes. Fair. All right. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead, and we are going to phone in uh, with another uh, citizen of Yawaddle, uh, Name is Wing Zero, as you're very much aware. Uh, let's go ahead and bring him into this voice call. There we go. Oh. Yes. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? I can. All right. So this is Wing Zero, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Can you give us just a little bit of background of what you do in Yoaddle? Yes, yeah, my pleasure. Like you said, I'm Wing Zero Fifty Four. Uh, I joined Yoaddle back in July, went inactive for a few months, and started back full-time in November, and I ran for counselor in January, so I'm part of the government leadership for Yoaddle, and I'm currently in charge of running the XP production. All right, uh, so we're on here, we're talking about uh, Mod Shot's uh, term as Akawaddle of Yoaddle, some of the decisions he had to make. Um, I guess one thing I really wanted to ask from another perspective is uh, how was, I guess, how does the counts, uh, the councils of Yoaddle, how did they view the Akawaddle position overall? Well, so the Akawaddle's role is mostly to deal with the foreign policy. So they deal with all other countries, they deal with diplomacy, and the council's role is more just to deal with all the internal politics the building stuff and trials for citizens things like that so the alcohol kind of takes pressure off us because we don't worry about any of the diplomacy really i see and so uh like we were talking about some of the obstacles 
that Modshot had to deal with. And one of them had to deal with the alt-raid situation and overall how, I guess, how that went down. Would you be willing to give your input into how Yawaddle handled alt-raid up until he was eventually pearled? Sure. I think a lot of our opinion of him was formed from being afraid of raiders, really. I mean, I think everyone knows that Yuadal isn't exactly full of PvPers, and so having alt raid kind of made us feel a little bit of safe. It was one of those situations where, you know, our shitter can beat your shitter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, there was a lot of lot of uh backlash we faced and he did start causing a lot of trouble and you know a lot of us were aware of that and there was a big split over you know how we should handle them uh so i guess uh the split being what were i guess what were the different sides on how to deal with him well, one side was, you know, we need him to help defend us if, you know, say Lexington came after us or, you know, mm-hmm. someone, a good PvPer decided to attack us. We don't have anyone that could withstand him except maybe alt-rate. And then the other side was, you know, he's running around causing trouble. We need to uh, put him on trial and get rid of him or, you know, something like that. Very well. And... Another question that we had, uh, that we or another part that we kind of talked about, was dealing with uh, BG and I guess his role uh, as Deputy Aquadal during Mod's Modshot's term. Uh, how involved would you say he was uh, during that time, BG? I'd say BG is always pretty involved. I mean, he is one of the most active players in Yoadal, so he's always on, and I know he has a lot of connections already with a lot of these players that you know Modshot was dealing with and BG had dealt with before him so you know he had a lot of involvement with what was going on what was your opinion on it though did you think uh he got a little too involved at times or uh good balance I'd say he got a little too involved. I think the thing with BG is he has a lot of history, a lot mm-hmm. more than many of us do. He's played on a lot of the old servers, and so he has personal grudges against some of these people that have been causing trouble again and again over time. So I think he lets his emotions get involved, you know, in some of the decisions. I see. And uh i yeah i'll ask this uh overall if you were to i guess rate mod shots time as ekawaddle until eventually he was replaced uh how would you say it turned out uh did you see any positive changes during that time uh one of the positive changes i did definitely see from mod shot is temperance he definitely helped kind of bring us back because we're starting to become pretty aggressive on the international stage with BG and uh, I think Modshot helped us take a step back and helped repair our image a little bit. That I would agree and while I have both of you on here another thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, it's very obvious I'm not that popular in Yoadl, uh my box talks especially and to be honest, I understand why. Uh, I guess I, I've been trying to do better, uh, make better changes. As in, at first I thought, okay, uh, when I do stories, I should ask for the leadership's comments uh, to give their, you know, try to use them as sources. So one thing I've realized that's a horrible idea because, you know, they're directly involved, so they're more biased than me just trying to reach out myself. Uh, I guess some... What would be some suggestions to try to repair my relationship with Yoadal, its comrades, and other people? I'm asking both of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of empty-minded right now. Because I, I believe you're, you're trying your best to uh, get back with us, and there's some people that will uh, feel strongly about being against you because of the past um i understand 
yeah there's some people that have really really strong feelings and they're either going to be really good or really bad and um how you can change that i'd say is up to an individual and not like one action it's just it's kind of funny i guess or my realization of this is it's reached a point now where i just post anything on the subreddit it could be box talk related me making a stupid like uh shit post or whatever and it's instantly downvoted like it's not to the levels of instant downvote for coney but it's i guess that was my realization that uh i'm not as popular as i used to be and it's not like i care too much about what other people think but at the same time if you're trying to deliver a message you want the most people listening to you you know yeah one thing that comes to mind is with the Konigsberg situation you had on uh, Hassidy and I don't recall the other person. Oh, but... Deuterian, yes. Yeah, but the tone of it seemed like you guys didn't think it was bad necessarily that Konigsberg was raiding. You thought it was funny that they got caught doing it. I don't think that was the message we were trying to deliver, and in retrospect, maybe it kind of sounded like it. We were just trying to say, we weren't saying that what they were doing was correct by any means. We weren't condoning their behavior. Honestly, I still think it's a pretty shitty thing to do. But I guess uh, what we were trying to point out, because we know Comrade Nick pretty well, and I guess just trying to tie him into it, we thought was not really correct thing to do. Or it wasn't correct at all. I don't know. That's kind of like the message we were trying to go with. Yeah, but that's just an example of something that really kind of made a lot of us angry. Because we feel like, you know, whether or not Nick condoned it per se, I mean, it seems to be a stretch to say he had no knowledge whatsoever. So a lot of us just, you know, we harbor a little bit of bitterness over that. I understand. I like I I guess I won't justify my actions. It's just uh, what I ask then is I I I, I would argue Yawaddle in the past did a pretty good job of this. Uh, I never really received any personal like death threats. I did receive some people saying that they wanted to pearl me, but that's really about it. Mm. But I guess what I want is some cons- something constructive I can work with. That's con- criticism, whether it's where to find better sources, how to fact check. I don't know. I'm not a journalist by any means. And more I, importantly, I think... this isn't a journal sh- journalistic show. It's a talk show. Yeah. I think the biggest point uh, where uh, people of Yawaddle started to uh, dislike you was when the stories started focusing around Yawaddle, when you had consecutive stories stacking up against us, I think. That's what I was thinking at first, too, but to be honest, one of the reasons why I did is because the nation made the headlines pretty often on the subreddit. It, I'm not going to say you guys were looking for the drama, but a lot of it was almost created, and I thought, okay, this would get me views, this sounds interesting. Uh, maybe I could have changed my tone a little bit more during them, I do agree with that, but... Yeah. That's the reason why I was talking about it, because really nothing else was going on at that time except for the focus on Yoaddle. Yeah, I, I do believe that you weren't doing um, as much uh, wrong as people say you were, because it is your sort of, your area, you're, uh, you're a reporter, you're not going to just go by and say, oh, this is the biggest story, I guess I'll just leave it be. You're, you're going to go for it. Exactly. Like, like, if it was your job, if it was anyone's job, they would go for it. So if someone has that against you, then I'm pretty sure they're just out of their mind or something like that. All right. Well, thank you uh, for coming on here, uh, Wing Zero. Uh, it was nice having your input, and, yeah, thank you for taking the time to do this. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me on. Yes, thank you. Have a good day. Okay, let us go ahead and I guess I have one more question to end off this section. Uh, What are some difficult challenges 
uh, you had being leader of a nation uh, that and what are some tips you'd give to other leaders that you learned on the way? Um, I'd say I didn't mix my uh, my strength and softness in the same bowl. Um, you, it's sort of like eating something. If you eat something, there's a good crunch to it, and if you have the softness, then it's just that much better. Um, like, I don't know, like a sandwich if you toast the bread. Um, I'm pretty sure you're gonna like a sandwich that's toasted, like a, a ham sandwich or something. Mm -hmm. But the point is, uh, I didn't show any uh, assertiveness. I, I just showed um, softness, so people would, like, they, they don't listen to you when you only show softness. Um, I feel like the only people that really listened to me were were uh, my my friends before I was Elkwaddle, um, the counselors and uh, former Elkwaddles that understood the leadership position. And I'd say, uh, don't start off with being assertive, but um, definitely try to lean some in later on, not like to the point of, oh, hey, do this. Just just say, uh, can you please do this? And if they decline, say, uh, like, I don't know. Um, uh, can you, can you uh, further give me like, a, a reason as to why? Um, so I really should have puffed my chest out at some moments. And um, they were very crucial moments. All right, let's move on to our next next segment here, fun one. Uh, it's uh, time for Civ Classics, hot or not. So to explain the rules, I'm gonna say a name, and right away, uh, I don't want you to think about it too long. You're gonna say hot or not, and you could give an explanation on your decision. Are you ready to start? Yes. All right, let's begin. Romac. Um. I'm actually not too familiar with him. Well, just from judging off of what you've heard of him, hot or not? Um, I'm going to have to go with hot. <laughs> All right. I haven't heard too much bad stuff from him, so. Let's move on to the next one then. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, that's all right. Santa. <laughs> um... I'm gonna have to say, uh, hot. He uh, definitely stepped up his job last Christmas. <laughs> no, I mean, say, I mean, <laughs> no, say, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> not, not, not. <laughs> okay, uh, Southern Block. Uh, not. Qualtimia. Uh, um, hot. I mean, it sounds like you've known Qualtimia for a while, so that makes sense. Yeah. Star Platinum. Hot. Ooh, time for a big one. Topaz. Freaking, is there a next level to the hot? or? <laughs> <laughs> I will take that as a hot then. Uh, <laughs> Dallas. Dallas. Mm, not. Ooh, not. Sorry. Uh, now I think I already know your answer to this one, Saren Solaris. <laughs> not, not. <laughs> All Please right. no. Um, time for the one that seems to be relevant in the news recently, fish. <laughs> not he made big boy bg upset <laughs> oh which time um I, i'd say every time that he posts bg gets a little bit of uh, his almonds activated <laughs> <laughs> damn all right teal nerd teal nerd uh, i'd say hot he may not be the word around right now but he's still keeping us going very well. Blue. 
Blue hot, definitely. XP daddy right there. <laughs> Ganto. Gant hot, yes. I was about to say I'd be disappointed. I think Nipple Rack would have declared war if you said otherwise. <laughs> I actually uh, gave him a stack of TNT. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Christopher. Hot, yes. Ooh, all right. 40 chest right there, dude. And we have one final person here. The one, the only, the BG. Ooh, um, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to say hot on this one, dude. Oh, wow, you were leading it on like you were gonna say no, alright. No, have you seen those, those, uh, those rails? I mean, they could basically be on Civ Classic Rails rail porn, dude. Damn, alright. And that concludes our Civ Classics, hot or not. <laughs> now, uh, let's move on to our final question here. So... You you being no longer the Akawaddle of Yawaddle, what do you plan to do now that weight has been lifted off your shoulders? Um, I am uh, planning a coup in the summer, so I, I definitely have to get a lot of supporters out there, move to Yawaddle, back me up. Um, I, I might start a war. <laughs> um, I can't not, tell not if you're serious. being ironic right now. No, I'm, I'm not being serious. Um. I would like to step back into leadership during the summer, but that's up to Orange. Uh, he's he's the the leader, and will decide who is the next leader of uh, Iwaddle. I see. But as I'm a citizen, um, this time I'm not being ironic. I really want to farm a great deal. I just want a twenty four seven mine, so I can become rich and make meat lower his prices in your waddle again i i did that once um his his prop shop um i i sold my armor cheaper and one day he asked me all the prices and he lowered his prices to like two diamonds below mine um so i definitely even if i don't make profit i will definitely try to um to make a better prop shop than his <laughs> Very well. Uh, so thank you for coming on, Modshot. Uh, I know there were times that I pestered you dealing with comments and things as Equiwaddle, but honestly, you're one of the more pleasant people I've talked to on this genre. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. All right. Glad to hear. I look forward to seeing your future progress and what the next chapter uh, in this genre has for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... Next week, we will be having Diet Cola and Dead Beef on to talk about their new Civ server expand and what it has to bring to the table of this genre. I am Warm Wizard, and this is Box Talk, signing off.